The program presented are submitted by members of our community and are a proud sponsor of KNY 91.1 FM. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect those of KNY 91.1 FM and its affiliates. And this is KNLY 91.1 Radio The Boss with our segment Elections 2020. We are here with our guest Elizabeth Hernandez, who is uh, running to be the Democratic candidate for the U.S. House of Representatives. Welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you. Happy um, to be here. Uh, yes, before we start with our interview, our formal interview, I'd like to ask you for a brief civics lesson. And, and this is, you know, what is, what is Congress? Well, the Congress is the, the made US up, Congress, yes. U.S. Congress is made up of the House and the Senate. Um, the House has 435 representatives that represent the districts in the United States. Those are based on the population. So Texas, for example, has 36 districts, so we have 36 representatives. And that is about 8%, or it is 8% of the United States. So it's a pretty large part of the House. Yes, considering we have 50 states. Yes. Which would be an average of 2%. Yes, correct. But this is 8%. Yes, and then the Senate has 50, so it's, it's 50 states, I'm sorry, two representatives for each state. So it does not matter, you know, the population. It's just, so it's... It's not as balanced mm -hmm. for population. It's just a hundred. Yes. And what does the U.S. House of Representatives and the Senate do? So their job is to pass bills, make laws, pass bills, um, investigate, and allocate the funding that that is going to be used in, with our money. You know, mm -hmm. where's the money going to go? Um, first, it goes to the House, and then those bills that are passed in the House by a majority go to the Senate, and then those are voted on mm -hmm. there. So, um, in these um, elections, um, we have the general election, mm -hmm. and then we have the primaries. For the longest time in Amperio, didn't know what the primaries were. Mm -hmm. Could you explain the difference between the primaries and the, and the general elections, and then the dates, yes. the early voting, and et cetera? Yes. So, the primary is on March 3rd. Early voting actually starts tomorrow for that. Great. Um, through the 21st, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the primary is very important, and uh, it, it doesn't get as much attention. Um, usually the people that are very politically involved will pay attention to the primaries, but that's where you have your option of candidates. So I have one primary opponent um, on the Democratic Party, um, Laura Jones. I'm Elizabeth Hernandez. Um, I think... Is this for active members only? Uh, no, everybody. Vote? Everybody mm. can vote in the primary. Um, and it's important because this is your chance to say who you want to represent you, mm -hmm. um, who's going to best represent you, and who's going to go on to move on to the general election, which is in November 3rd. To compete with a Republican candidate. The Republican candidate. And they also have a primary as well. Um, and they will um, choose their candidate, and then you'll have two that, that will go to the November 3rd election. So now to the interview. 
Mm-hmm. Why are you running for Congress? Well, I feel very strongly about wealth inequality. Um, it's kind of a problem that has perpetuated going back to our ancestors to now. Um, I want to address that, and one of the ways um, that I want to do that is by amending the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Well, amending part of it, um, you know, reinstating those tax rates that are in effect for the people that are making over $500,000 a year. Um, that money is not being put back into the economy. You know, somebody that makes $40,000 a month, they're not going to do anything with an extra $2,000. You know, if you give the working class people an extra $2,000 a month or them tax breaks, they're going to reinvest that money. And um, I didn't quite understand how, how you're going to do that. How, how could you, could so, you that so, rein, so reinstating those tax cuts. So a lot of our problems are fiscal in nature mm -hmm. um, because, you know, we have to have money for everything. Yes. You know, uh, Medicare, Social Security, you know, funding education, um, all of that costs money. And so we have to figure out, or Congress does, where the money is going to come from and where are we going to put it. Mm -hmm. And when Brady was the, the writer of that bill. Um, which is our current. Which is our current. It was passed in, yes, he's our current representative on the Republican side. Mm -hmm. That was passed in 2018. Um, I, I think I view it as a, a tax scam. Um, they made the, the people think that they were going to be, you know, getting tax breaks. And we did get some small tax breaks, mm -hmm. but really the majority of those tax breaks went to the corporations and the wealthy people at the top. But that was to stimulate the economy more. They were supposed to reinvest that money Correct. into more equipment. And that, that's, that's where I come to the point of if I have, if I'm already making $30,000, $40,000 a month, am I really going to do something with an extra thousand or two thousand? They're going to mm -hmm. pocket it because that for them is, is not really. Mm -hmm. anything that's pennies to them um so it's it's wrong i mean the republicans have this opinion of trickle-down economics and mm -hmm. i don't think that that really works mm -hmm. so by reinstating those tax rates for the wealthy we increase our revenues we cut our debt which is now at 23 trillion dollars we're we're working on a trillion dollar deficit per year right now because we basically cut our revenues if we're looking at it from a business perspective Um, and then we don't have money to fund things. So if we raise those rates for the rich, we can then now start reinvesting and expanding on those things. Uh, so what are the other issues that you plan to address in Congress? So there, there's a lot of issues for a lot of people, but um, some of the big ones and for somebody in Congress, they are, I, I'm running for a federal mm -hmm. office. Things like Medicare for all, you know, expanding that option Um, I want to expand that and we need to get rid of these high deductibles that, you know, people have and they can't afford to go to doctors because their deductibles $6,000. So you basically out that money up until that point. I don't have an extra $6,000 laying around. Um, and I, I want to um, leave the option of a private insurance option for those that want it. You know, mm -hmm. if you have enough money and you want to pay for your private insurance, fine. Um, it's very difficult to just automatically say, no, we're getting rid of private insurance and we're just going Medicare for all. We kind of need to do it in steps, and I think that's the solution. Um, improving civil rights is, is important to mm -hmm. me. Yep. Um, we need to give the EEOC more power. I think right now, you know, if you're discriminated against, you file a claim, the EEOC might come to a determination. Which of is what? The EEOC is what? The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. So if you feel like you're 
um, discriminated against for sex, mm-hmm. race, religion, um, and you file a claim, you're you, maybe you're not hired because How about you're, wait, wait. <laughs> I don't think weight is considered covered, actually. Um, just sex. So, no, that's not there. Um, but you file a claim, and typically the EEOC will only find discrimination in 5% of cases. And at the end of the day, they will issue you a letter that says, here's a right to sue. And you, as somebody who's discriminated against, you have to go find a lawyer that's willing to take your case. It's going to cost money. They're, the EEOC doesn't really have power. You know, OSHA goes in and investigates safety violations. Yes. They're going to get fined. Yes. Why is our EEOC not given that freedom? Mm-hmm. I mean, because really at the end of the day, it's like companies, big corporations aren't really deterred to discriminate. Um, and even if you do successfully find a lawyer to take your case, you win the case. There's a $300,000 cap for the large corporations on damages, mm-hmm. which, you know, you're looking at a corporation that's worth millions and millions of dollars. That's that's pennies to them. They don't care about three hundred thousand dollars. So you have the backing of others. Are you going to lobby with other representatives to do this, or how, how does this work? Is this your idea, or how many have the same idea? So, um, for example, in this, my opponent this is is very different. Um, mm-hmm. If we're talking in terms of that, she um, she's a little bit more focused on local issues, and in, in mm-hmm. from what I have seen. Um, so, you know, I don't know that I'll have her backing if I win the primary, but um, I do believe that, that yes. I mean, um, my campaign manager is pretty well connected politically, um, and I think that um, we would have some backing from some pretty important people um, to move those things forward. Mm-hmm. What is your plan to protect the environment? Well, with that, so we, I live in the woodlands. Yes. Um, oil and gas is big here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can't just cut off oil and gas again kind of like medicare for all we can't just immediately make that change we need to make small changes but we need to start now because we're already late um we need to improve you know funding for osha um, investigators Um, i believe the current administration is trying to cut that funding that we can't have that because if if investigators aren't going in corporations are going to try to get away with doing things they're not supposed to we need to start investing and encouraging companies to invest in renewable energy you know offering some types of incentives um, a lot of people that depend on you know fossil fuel work they're going to be out of jobs so we have to figure out how we're going to transition those people to renewable energy jobs mm-hmm. um, and and we just we can't we can't ignore it any longer we have to you know come up with an actual plan and start doing it not just talking about it um, what is your plan to improve public education? Because part of the, about the environment, the past question is, has to do with education. Or is that what, what do we know? Uh, there's some yeah. people that don't think that climate change is real because they don't want to read the reports, the scientific reports. So. Yeah, it breaks my heart when I hear that. You know, I think it was two weeks ago. It was 65 degrees here in Houston and 65 degrees in Antarctica. I really don't think that's normal. So I... <laughs> You know, somebody that says climate change isn't real, it's it's a little shocking to so me. So education is important. But education, um, we need more teachers, mm-hmm. you know, our schools and more counselors. I think our kids are, are you know, they're not getting that one-on-one, that mm-hmm. more attention that they need. Um, so we need to improve that, improve funding for that. Um, and your plan to address uh, gun violence? So somehow everything is related, you know, the environment, education, yes. gun violence. 
They're all connected. Um, so gun violence, the um, background check, universal background checks has already passed in the um, House. It's sitting in the Senate. We need to move that forward. I do believe we need to reinstate the ban on assault rifles um, and have a voluntary buyback program. You know, if you have an assault rifle now and you decide later you don't want it anymore, you give the government the first opportunity mm -hmm. to buy it back. Um, the background check, in my opinion, is the most important. The background yes. check, you know, the mental yeah. stability of the person, Correct. the history, the violence history. Yes. Well, yeah. we have three minutes left, so okay. I want to ask you what your experience is, what the background, why are you the best qualified candidate to address these issues? And, and also, how did you get interested in politics? <laughs> so my background is accounting. Um, I've been working in the accounting industry for roughly 20 years. Um, I'm actually wrapping up my accounting degree at Sam Houston State University mm -hmm. this July. Um, with that background, since a lot of our issues are fiscal in nature, I can take that to Congress and help address the debt issues, the, the uh, deficits. And since everything, as we've kind of discussed, everything's fiscal in nature. The money flows down to Medicare. The money flows down to funding for EEOC, OSHA, education, improving you know teacher um, ratios, improving counselors, so we can address some of those emotional issues at an early age for the gun violence issues. Mm -hmm. So um, we have, I want to mention real quick, nine accountants in the House and two in the Senate. We. Um, need more accountants it's it's astonishing to me that we have more doctors than accountants in congress and um with my accounting background i know that i can tackle that that problem what is your website how can people people volunteer help out um liz for texas a and that's l-i-z-f-o-r-t-x the number eight dot com um, i am on facebook i'm on twitter i'm on instagram and all my um ads are liz for texas eight um, my website is very detailed on these issues that we've discussed in briefly and um, will allow people to see more details about my plans. Are you in, uh, inviting the younger generations? to? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Considering that I'm at Sam Houston State about to graduate, I am reaching out to the College Democrats at that at that uh, school. The social sociology department has reached out to me, the LULAC. So trying to reach out there to get volunteers. I uh, also have a Facebook page and a Facebook group for volunteers. We are going to be block walking and we need volunteers to go with us so we can get the word out and get people to vote. Well, great. Thank you much, very much for being here and welcome back as, as soon as you can. As Thank you. Continue with this uh, conversation. Thank you for giving us a civics le uh, <laughs> lesson. Uh, so this is as Radio the Boss, KNOY 91.1 here in the Woodlands, Texas. And we were with our um, Democratic candidate uh, for U.S. House of Representative District 30, what was the district? Eight. eight. <laughs> district 8. District 8. Okay, and my name is Rigo, and goodbye for today. Thank you. Bye-bye. I'm Elizabeth Hernandez and I'm running for Congress to address the growing wealth inequality in America. I'll improve public education with more teachers. I'll stop the war on Social Security and expand Medicare for all. I'll also protect your jobs with stronger discrimination laws and forcing equal pay for equal work. Vote Elizabeth Hernandez, Democrat for Congress on March 3rd. I'm Elizabeth Hernandez and I approve this message.
This was a proud sponsor of KNLY 91.1 FM.